It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It's great to have everyone back here on the Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Tascott. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, The Blues have been playing very well, uh, winners of three in a row, which they have not done uh, this year, hardly at all. Uh, It's great to see them start to put things together. They're playing as a team. They're attacking the puck uh, on the defensive side. They're not letting teams get much going in the neutral zone. And when the teams do get past the, the neutral zone and into the, the Blues side, the defense is taking over, getting the puck out quickly and not allowing uh, tons and tons of pressure on Jake Allen, which is a, a, the key to success here. Minimize the quality chances. I don't care whatever goalie you are. If your defense minimizes those chances, you're going to do pretty well if you're if you're a good goaltender and you're going to make the saves you need to. And every now and again, you're going to have to make a very good save, which Jake Allen was able to do in this game. Uh, this game recap, of course, is uh, the Blues versus the Canadians. It would be the fourth game on their uh, road trip out of five. They will finish it up in Detroit on Wednesday. They were hoping to continue this uh, great win streak. And in this uh, pregame interview, we were able to catch up to uh, Ryan Reeves, Agostino, uh, Perron, and also Coach Mike uh, to talk about the recent success and moving forward on this road trip and moving forward for the rest of the year. You know, from where we were a couple of weeks ago, obviously not exactly where we wanted to be, but um, you know, getting on the road and being able to sweep a road trip like this is um, is a big boost for the morale of this team and uh, a good starting point coming into this bye week. Great opportunity for us as a team uh, to continue to grow and. Uh, I think to show that uh, whatever we've played in the first five games with Mike, uh, we can keep going with that. And even going back to Hitch, I think we know that what type of team we had when we played the right way. We played the, uh, the best we can, and that's what we, we've showed here recently. Yeah, I mean, we're confident in our game right now, but, you know, every game's a new challenge, so we got to be ready to go tonight. Stick to our system, stick to what makes us a good hockey team, and uh, you got to be ready to bring it from drop of the puck. I think we should all be excited about that. That'd be, that'd be something special, and obviously... Uh, you know, a pretty pretty big accomplishment for our group, and uh, I know one thing: we will not look past the game tonight. Um, I, this is a tough building to to play in. It's a tough building to win in, um, but uh, but that's what makes it great. If you can win in here, uh, and in order to make that happen, we're going to have to be at our best tonight. Obviously, missing Stas, we're going to have to pick up some slack. And, uh, and so I'm anxious to see how we respond. Uh, we've been playing a good team game and um, committing to the defensive zone first. And, you know, as long as we do that, I think uh, the offense takes care of itself. But we got to, um, you know, just come up with the same mindset that we have been. It's a huge test. It's a great team over there. And um, we all know they've, they've been struggling a little bit more, maybe more recently. But uh, they're due to a, for a big night uh, one of these days. And we're hoping a, first it's not against us, but also the, the way we play to, to put them on their heels a little bit and, uh, I know that they were on the road a little bit, so they're, they're going to be excited to come back to, to their rink and, uh, and play, and we have to, to have a strong start. David Perron is dead on. They needed a big, big start for this game because uh, the Canadians are tough at home, and as they said, they've been on the road for a little bit, and they've not played their best hockey. 
but the Canadians are still one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. I don't care what anybody says. They're a good team. They're going to be tough to beat in the playoffs, and uh, the Blues really need to take advantage of this road trip, as I said before it. To be a success, they need to be 4-1. and one. Well, guess what? Going into this game, they're 3-0. and oh. They could add to that by going 4-0, and oh, and they would get on the board first, which would be very important uh, in that building to be able to take that lead because, uh, as I said, you know, the, once Montreal starts getting on you, uh, before you know it, you could be behind 2-3 to nothing. But the Blues came out firing on all cylinders, and they wouldn't allow Montreal to do that. Line change. And now Schwartz in there. Someone's lost a stick blue center. Here's Petrangelo right in. A shot. He scores! Petrangelo! And the Blues take a 1-0 lead. Al Montoya, the goaltender, came out to challenge that shot from the behind the net. He came out, pushed off his right post, and he blew a tire. Montoya falls down, tries to make a two-pad slide save. As you can see, Petrie's got no stick there, and the goaltender just loses his footing. Just loses his footing. His right edge got caught. And you can see Petrangelo, good for Petrangelo to keep his head up all the way here, because now he sees the goaltender falls down, slides it over to the open side of the net. And Patrick Berglund's there on the doorstep. We'll see if he tips that in. Yes, he does. Another goal by the big Swede, Patrick Berglund. Berglund's been playing very well. We all know he's on his last year of the contract with the Blues, and he's playing and doing his best to get the Blues to sign him to a new contract or at least showing off for another team. He had one goal in his first 30 games, and it has been on fire recently for the Blues. That goal there would be his 15th of the season. Petrangelo on that great shot that the Berglund tipped in got his 20th assist. Schwartz got his 21st assist. Like to see some more goals from Jaden, but at least he's keeping up his part on the assist uh, in working hard in the corners. That was at 349 into the first period, and it gives the Blues a one to nothing lead. This game, another exciting game. I don't know how anybody could watch this game and be disappointed. Whether you're a Canadians fan, whether you're a Blues fan, both teams were playing hard. Both teams could have scored at any time, but, you know, it was just... One of those games that you knew it was going to go down to the wire. It wasn't going to be a blowout. Both goalies were going to play well. Both teams were going to do very well defensively. Both teams were going to put pressure on each other's goalie. And that's what happened in the first period. We all know that Shea Weber was traded from uh, the uh, Predators to the uh, Canadians for um, P.K. Subban. And it's worked out well for both teams. Uh, Shea Weber's done very well with Montreal. And we all know he's got that hard, hard shot. And uh, just a little over 16 minutes into the first period, that heart shot would pay dividends and Allen would get a piece of it, but was just not able to stop it. And Shea Weber gets his 13th goal of the year and ties it up one to one. As he stepped into him and that gets a rise and what's been a pretty quiet crowd. Here's Weber. Big shot. Scores. Weber's got that big shot and he buries it. Well, you can see it. You can see it coming, but only for a split second, and you may not be able to grab it. You may touch it, but he just overpowers Allen, and it starts with a real good hit from Bradjilov. Oftentimes, a good, solid contact on the body to create opportunity, and here, Weber just waits, and the couple of seconds that he waits right there is to let some bodies get in the way, get some bodies through the vision of Allen. I don't think any bodies in front of him really mattered. It was just a hard shot. Jake Allen, I think, seen it from the moment it left his stick but uh, just couldn't get his glove quite right in the right position. Did get a piece of it, as I said earlier, but was unable to stop that hard shot by Shea Weber. 
This ties the game at one apiece. That was Shea Weber's 13th goal of the season. And the assist goes to Max Pichoretti. You know, that's a, I don't know if you guys realize what a good player Pichoretti is. He is an awesome, awesome player. Uh, one of the top goal scorers of the last couple of years. Just a, 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 such a great player. He's always in front of the net. He's got a great shot. He knows where all of his players are going to be. And uh, Montreal's got themselves a gym with Max Pichoretti. Uh The Blues at this point, um, you know, they go into the second period, tied at one. Shouldn't be hanging their heads. They played a great, great first period. And that goal was almost stopped by Jake Allen. He's seen it. But like I said earlier, uh, Shea Weber's got a hard shot. And um, if you don't get right on it immediately and know exactly where it's going, you're not you're not going to make the save. So going into the second period, the Blues played well. Montreal played well. Both goalies played very, very well in this game. Uh, the Blues wanted to come out early and make a statement in the second period. They did. They played hard. They didn't give up. And I just, I'm just so shocked at the difference in this team on this road trip. They're playing like a team. You know, they're they're not allowing very many opportunities. I know they've had allowed a couple goals, but man, they are just playing well as a team. Uh, one of the big guys that's really been banging and mashing and and just been playing well would be David Perron. And all of his hard efforts uh, are going to pay off. And they did pay off seven minutes and 20 seconds into the second period. He gave the Blues a two-to-one lead on this beautiful goal. By about five inches. That's kept in by Shattenkirk to Matera. Right in front of Perron. Shoots. He scores! David Perron, the Sherbrooke native, gives the Blues a 2-1 lead. A great switch in the forward combinations. The Blues were not getting enough sustained pressure. And in an offensive zone faceoff, Mike Yo throws Yori Laterra on the ice. He's always with Perron, but instead of Agostino, he threw Vladi Tarasenko up there. Nice little drop pass from Laterra. He's always looking to pass before shooting. And he finds David Perron, who does an excellent job with his left skate. Left skate pushes it to his stick plate and just snaps it home. A great, great pass by Laterra. And, uh, you know, Dave Perron's working hard. He's where he needs to be around the net to get those rebounds, to get those quick passes. Uh, it, just a great, great goal. That would be Perron's 12th of the season. Laterra would get his 13th assist, and Shattenkirk would get his 28th. And that was seven minutes and 20 seconds into the second period. The Blues are looking good at this point. They are beating uh, Montreal 2-1. to one. Uh, Montreal, you know, is not going to give up. And the Blues kept putting pressure on Montreal they kept playing great defense but you know it's hard to stop a player like Max Pichoretti and he gets his 28th goal of the year 12 minutes and 55 seconds in to tie this game at two to two But thank number 47, Radulov. What a shift for Radulov. His doggedness on the puck. And there, he pays the price to bump Bertuzzo first, keeps the puck alive. He just battled that whole shift. And the Montreal Canadiens keep it in the St. Louis zone. They're guilty of not battling hard enough. And then this shot from Bolia. It's not a hard shot, but it's placed in the right place. Pacioretty gets the credit for the goal because he did tip it in. And I tell you, this was a game of tip-ins. 
Uh, just each team scoring tip-in goals, just a beautiful thing to see. Uh, ready, just perfect spot, put his stick perfectly, and there's nothing Jake Allen or any other goalie can do to make that type of save when that puck is redirected that close to the net. If they do make the save, sometimes it's just pure luck. But uh, I think we're going to make this uh, stop on uh, Pacioretty. He's just too much of a pure goal scorer. He gets his 28th of the season, and that was assisted by Boyu, which was his 18th assist. And also Pattern gets his fifth assist, and we're tied at 2-2. Two to two. Fun game to watch, guys. Exciting game to watch. As I stated earlier, you know, you can't be disappointed in this game whether you're a Blues fan or a Montreal fan because both teams played well. Both teams played their hearts out. But the Blues would get the go-ahead goal to make it 3-2 to two on a beautiful tip-in by, yes, none other than Patrick Berglund. Covered. And the Blues capped it to the line to Bo Meester. Wrist shot. And he scores! A late shot by Bo Meester finds its way in. And the Blues take a 3-2 lead. We might see another redirection goal in this game. Big Patrick Berglund with his stick on the ice after David Perron was so diligent and relentless with he and Yemelin. I mean, it was a battle like you read about. And with that battle comes a little disruption. Keep your eye on 21 in front of the net. Getting himself in good spot. Stick on the ice. Yes, a backhand redirection by Patrick Berglund. Keep your eye on his stick blade right there. And it goes between his own legs and underneath the goaltender for the go-ahead goal. Berglund not only scored goals last night, folks, but he used his body a lot. I've not seen him be this consistent in a long, long time. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen him be this consistent as he's been lately. Uh, just a beautiful tip-in goal, another tip-in goal, and that would be Berglund's 16th goal of the year, second of the game, Bo Meester's ninth assist, Petrangelo gets his 21st assist, and just 25 seconds left in the second period, 19.35 in, the Blues take a 3-2 to two lead into the third period. Coming out in the third period, the Blues continue to play hard. I mean, I don't see any difference between any of these periods. They're playing complete games. However, Montreal would not give up. They would continue to put pressure on Jake Allen. And Jake Allen had to come up big several times, including these big saves. Canadians for Radulov. Working against Edmondson. Radulov in front. Oh, oh. Allen got over and Rob Pacioretty. It's still low. City ever. And the Blues try to clear it. Scrum afterwards, you would expect that. That is some tough penalty killing right there, and efforts from everybody. Huge, huge saves by Jake Allen. I mean, just great, great saves. He is, I don't know what Marty Brodeur is doing with him, but you can tell a difference in the way he reacts and the way he gets set up to, to take up a, a shot. He, he looks like he knows what he's doing. He's got a lot of confidence. He's taking the right angle to the puck. And that's that's the key right there. You take the right angle to the puck, position your body perfectly, and you're going to make a lot of good saves. And he did last night. And he kept Montreal from winning this game. I mean, he played a great game. Patrick Berglund, of course, is in, in my mind, was the key to the game last night. But Jake Allen really, really, really played a great game. I can't say that enough. Uh, it would allow the Blues to uh, stay ahead, uh, all these great saves. And uh, a couple minutes left, 
Montreal was able to uh, pull their goalie, but they would get no closer, and Patrick Berglund would get his hat trick on this empty net goal about uh, 18 minutes and 59 seconds into the third period. Great goal with an empty net. Now to Schwartz, and he's slowed down by Weber, but now to Berglund for the hat trick, and he scores! Berglund, the hat trick, and the Blues take a 4-2 to lead. David Perron did not want that puck going in the net before Patrick Berglund touched it. The Blues get the big win. They go 4-0 on this road trip so far and only have Detroit left. I mean, just a great, great road trip. They're playing as a team, and I don't think I've seen them play this way in a long, long time. Just great to see it happen finally in this season. It's fun team to watch right now. Very fun team to watch. They're getting more and more predictable as it comes to uh, knowing what you're going to get with the Blues. And I know a lot of times uh, this season we just don't know. You know, they'd come out and look very good, like against uh, San Jose and Anaheim on those two in a row, and then they'd lay a big turd for a couple games. But this team is very consistent right now. They seem to be playing the system, and it's working out great for them. Uh, Patrick Berglund gets his um, 17th goal of the year, his third of the night. Perron gets his uh, 20th assist. Schwartz continues to get some assists, his 22nd. And as I said, that was 18 minutes and 59 seconds into the third. Let's go ahead and go over some of the stats here. The Blues with a 4-2 win improved to 29-22-5. With the loss, Montreal falls to 31-18-8. Shots on goal, Montreal shot outshot the Blues 30-22. Both teams had a power play opportunity, and both teams were unable to capitalize on that. Faceoffs, <laughs> let's just say that uh, Montreal really outplayed the Blues when it came to faceoffs. Oh, man, I've not seen this in a long time and have a team actually win that was this far down on percentage-wise on face-offs. Montreal got 70%. The Blues only had 30. As we know, Patrick Berglund got his 15th, 16th, and 17 goals for his hat trick. David Perron played another great game physically and also skill-wise. He got his 12th goal and an assist. Schwartz got two assists. Uh, Petrangelo uh, playing that uh, defensive spot just perfectly. Just some great shots and some great passing. He got two assists, Shattenkirk got an assist, and Jake Allen made 28 out of 30 saves. Pacioretty got his 28th goal and an assist. Weber got his 13th goal on that shot that Jake Allen just wasn't able to uh, get a good grip on and it went off his glove. Boylou got an assist, and Patterson got an assist, and uh, Montoya made 18 saves out of 22 saves, uh, 22 shots. So, it you know, it was just a great game all around. It was an awesome game all around. Uh, the Blues really, really, really played hard in this game, which is what they need to do and not, you know, have one of these lapses like they used to have where you would see them play, you know, a half a game really well or a half a period or a full period. They are playing complete games, and that's why they're winning. Let's go ahead and go to uh, the post-game press conference, and we'll hear from uh, a few of the Blues players, including Berglund, uh, Perron, Allen, and, of course, Coach Mike. It was, yeah, I mean, uh good goal obviously i don't know really what uh what happened there in front of the net i think the goalie was 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 down from the beginning but uh yeah i just went to the net and petro petro had a great great shot pass to him he said it was a op uh, open net i think 10 times in your career you've scored two what's the first hat trick feel like uh, it feels it feels really good but you know uh I've, yeah i've been waiting a long time for it but uh going home uh back home to st louis with you know four really tough road wins is uh, is even a better feeling. I know we've been asking you a lot lately. How do you explain all this scoring? 15, 
goals in your last uh, 25 games? Uh, you know, I've just been around the net more and obviously been a little lucky too. Pucks have been going in, obviously, and not, not missing the net. So it's, uh, you know, I'm just going to try to be around the net and, you know, find that net. I probably owe him one, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was really, really nice of him to, to let that one go to me. How do you explain this four-game winning streak right now? Playing much much better defense overall. We co- collapse more to our own net. Don't give up. Don't give out too many scoring chances. And uh, we all we also win way more battles down there, so we can go on the offense and have more energy to go on the offense. So uh, we've been tweaking a couple of things, and uh, you know it seems to it seems to work for us right now. I think it's something as as hockey guys. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like I, I'll have to look at it. We're really close to that, and it, it almost looks like he kind of. Loses it or gives it to me. I'm not sure if he was trying to get me a point there. I was like, no, you're taking it, buddy. But I'll take the point, too. I don't know. It was, uh, it was a good one. Uh, obviously, uh, he battled so hard. I think he's been battling all year. All year and I think over the last um, 30 games or, or so, I think he's, I don't know how many goals, 15, 16 goals he's got. So it's pretty impressive the way he's playing right now. And uh, um, for a big center, centerman, like, a lot of times they're playmaker, uh, things like that. But he's, he's really good with sticks around the net uh, and uh, getting uh, tips in. And he's a good goal scorer. You battled too. I mean, you had that battle with Markov. Yeah. What can you tell me about that leading up to the third goal? Yeah, that's my game. Uh, when I play my best, that's what it is. And uh, like I said, uh, I think when I scored the goal there, I was uh, less nervous after that. I was just playing more of my game. And then um, coach put me there with uh, Berge and, mm-hmm. and Schwartz. And we were playing an okay game, but I thought we could. And I was trying to create a spark. And obviously, uh, um, battling Mark, uh, Marky and, uh, and Webbs there, uh, I think uh, they're two really good defensemen in the league for a long time. And uh, I'm just doing my thing and uh, glad it resulted in a goal. Not necessarily for me, maybe for the team. You know, that's my job. Is we're up by one on the road, perfect spot, and my job is to hold down the fort. And um, you know, it was a long road trip for us. We played well. Uh, we dug in a lot. We lost a couple big players on the trip, and we found ways to win games. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You talk about the team and then the third there. How big is it that Yorgi is out in front of those shots on that PK there? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and to get the hardest guy shooting in the league uh, at at that, you know, it was really impressive. You know, that was that was a huge turning point. Considering you guys have uh, four, six, four games in six nights, pretty happy with the effort the boys brought here. Yeah, you know, obviously, I think we were running low on juice there in the third, and it's been a long trip. It feels like it's been a long trip, and we found a way to win the game. And you know, I thought we had a great trip, huge momentum builder for us, and hopefully, can take it back in Detroit. Guys are competing for each other, and uh, and that becomes contagious. When you see your teammate go out and do something like that, then uh, then when it's your turn, you want to make sure you do the same for them. So. Uh, this was a hard game. Um, I, I tell you, Montreal played really, really well. They made it very difficult on us all night. Um, RD, it was a, it was a tough game with how many times they had to go back and uh, and retrieve pucks against a real uh, fast and aggressive forecheck. And then uh, in the offensive zone, they're good. So you know, we they didn't turn pucks over. They made it real hard on us. And uh, this was a game where we basically just scratched and clawed a, a win out of it. Talk about that third period. Your, your group bent, they didn't break. That's something we've been uh, trying to focus on. And even, um, you know, even, even you know, we score, we grab a lead, they, they tie it up, and then it happened again. Um, like the response, really love the shift. Uh, you know, obviously we score the goal, but just uh, even the shift in general um, that, that we scored our third goal with. Um, you know, that's something we have to get to more. And um, it's been a, a good trip, and now we have a day off, and 
really looking forward to our practice. You can see we could use some of that. Um, it's been a little while here, so um, yeah, we'll take the win and get get ready to get better. How do you explain the uh, Patrick Berglund phenomenon? Well, I'm I'm not surprised. You know, for me, Bergie's been playing really well for a long time now, and. Uh, you know what I what I like about Bergie is he's I just I know what to expect from him. I know, you know, he's a he's a big body, he's he's defending extremely well. Um and he shows up night after night. Um he's strong on the puck. So uh he he's getting rewarded um, you know, just for going out and playing his game and playing well. He's he's showing me that he's a heck of a player right now. The Blues right now are playing their best hockey I've seen them play all year. No doubt. I don't think anybody can argue about that. They continue to look good as a team, which is what they need to. They need to play that system, that system to where they don't allow the puck in their end for very uh, long. If uh, Jake Allen makes a save, maybe two saves are getting the puck out quickly. They're they're beating teams to the puck, and that's the key. You beat teams to the puck, whether you're in the neutral zone, offensive zone, defensive side, you're going to win a lot of games, and that's why they've been winning these four games. Plus, they're getting great goaltending from uh, the, the games in Carter Hutton and also Jake Allen starts. And that's what the key is, and they continue to do so. Let's hope they continue to, uh, to do so in uh, Detroit. They have a couple days off, which I think they'll enjoy having. Hopefully it won't break their momentum. They'll play Detroit on Wednesday, the 15th at 7 p.m. Central. That game will be on NB, uh, NBC Sports Network, and hopefully uh, they'll come out and play as well as they have. Uh, Detroit is really struggling. They're trying to make the playoffs. Uh, you know, this may be the first year they haven't made the playoffs in a long time, but hopefully let's uh, not allow them to make the playoffs. Let's go ahead and continue this streak and make it uh, five in a row. I don't know. I would imagine uh, that um, Jake Allen will start again. I don't see why he wouldn't. He's been the hot hand, and you give him a couple days off and just ride him as long as you can. After that, the Blues come home for a game against the Canucks uh, the following day on Thursday, the 16th. So you've got back-to-back games there. I'm sure you'll probably see Carter Hutton that Thursday and Jake Allen on Wednesday. I'll be shocked if that's not the way it is. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. We will be back after the game against Detroit for another game recap. As always, uh, I want to thank everybody for downloading all these episodes and also uh, listening to the show. I greatly appreciate it. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Get the work week off great on Monday and continue to be positive through the rest of the week. And as always, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues!